We're back with a fresh and new episode of the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. When you're here with us, it's important that you know that you can always expect content that lifts up the name of Jesus and the cross. These will be told through messages and conversations that are powerful, dynamic, and encouraging. A new resource that we want you to know about is our 24-7 helpline. No matter where you find yourself, if you just need someone to talk to, to pray with you, and to believe God for you in whatever that difficult season of life looks like, we want you to know that we're here for you. And if you know someone who maybe needs help because of addiction, you can give them the same number and we can help them begin their new life. That number is 888-520-0620. Once again, that's 888-520-0620. I hope you're ready because Pastor Marty Keolelopono is bringing an amazing word today. Listen in and be blessed as the Spiritual Emphasis 2021 sessions continue. God bless you today, my friends. I thank God and the... the Brother Mike said, years back, we got a chance to run into each other, meet each other, and it reminds me as he was saying that. By the way, I didn't send a bio, so thank you for that introduction. I just said, tell him I'm Pastor Marty. But nevertheless, it's my third time speaking to you folks. It's spiritual emphasis. It's a blast. Hey, it's my backyard, so I'm thankful it's up here. It's in uh, Reedley, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a wonderful time. I want to say, first of all, that science says spiritual emphasis, and every time I speak, I speak from the spiritual realm. Someone say amen. amen. If we're going to come together today, we got to emphasize the Spirit of God. Someone say amen. amen. It says in John 4, 23-24, it says, The time has come that we sh must worship Him in spirit and truth. It says, God is spirit, and those that worship Him must worship Him in and truth, amen? The truth of Jesus Christ, the Word. The Word was made flesh and became known to us. And, and I just want to speak about that today in Jesus' name, if you give me a few minutes, amen? I'm going to keep this team with me because I'm used to working with them all the time, amen? And so I'm just thankful. But when we were driving around this property, we got back over here just, just off to the river, right where I'm pointing. And Brother Ron and Brother John were in my truck, and, and, and Brother Ron looks across this whole landscape, and it didn't look like it did today. It was weeds and gophers. That's all it was, was out here, just an empire of gophers. Brother Ron looked, and he goes, Pastor Marty, this is overwhelming. I said, it's no thing. When you understand the spiritual realm, it's not a thing. When you know what you're looking at in God and the anointing that we walk in every day. Did you know the Word of God says the totality of the Godhead. That means the Holy Spirit, God the, the Father, God the Son is in each and every one of us continually. Yes. We have to take authority in that. Amen? Amen? And so I thank God for that. I didn't send a bio, but thank you for that introduction anyways. I want to move on because time is limited. And I just want to say this right now. We have to come to God at a spiritual level. The word says must. Everybody say must. must. Come on, say must. must. Okay, if I was talking to junior hires, that'd be different. But this teen challenge, somebody say must. must. That's right. God says we must worship him in spirit and in truth. And if we're going to come before the, the, the king of kings on, a, on this spiritual emphasis week, then we have to emphasize the spirit of God. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, there's the story in Pastor Tim brought that up a while ago, but I want to speak about David. 
David. But before I get to that, when we look at chapter 17 of 1 Samuel, I don't have time to read it. Really don't. This clock's ticking. I want you to know this. It gives a resume of Goliath. Goliath comes onto the scene. Now you have in the Valley of Elah, the Philistines over here, or the, uh, uh, and, the, and the nation of Israel over here and their armies. We know that David comes from a great family because three of his older brothers are at war. They were ready to go fight against this, this, this enemy, the Philistines, but all of a sudden this man appears out of the, out of, out of the nation of, or, or the Philistines, and he walks into the Valley of Elah and he says this, and he begins to taunt the nation of Israel, and all of a sudden that giant began to cause fear throughout the ranks, all the way up to the king. We know the story well, and if you don't, you're going to learn it here at Teen Challenge. Someone say amen. amen. So David's doing all this, and, and, and he's shepherding his father's flock, and his dad says, son, I need you to go, and I need you to take some lunch to your brothers. While David is doing that, he comes and he sees this giant of a man. So that resume of Goliath, we know this. He stands right here flat-footed and his head goes through a basketball hoop. His reach is 11 feet in span. That means he stands flat-footed and can change a light in the top of this tent. This man, you could family of five, could have a picnic in the shade he could cast across the ground. It tells us that we know that his mail or his chain, the stuff that he put his armor on, not just as like his metal underwear, weighed almost, was 150 to 200 pounds. We estimate, it says his spear was a weaver's beam and the head of his, the spear was 20 pounds alone. We're talking almost 500 pounds of armor, gear, weaponry. And all of a sudden a little shepherd boy comes up and he says, what are they doing? And his brothers said, you're arrogant. You need to go away. But David was in a different realm. The Bible, this is not someone like we imagine. This is a little guy. In fact, the Bible gives him a resume of he's ruddy, but he's good looking. You got that for him. At least he's good looking. Amen? He's looking. He says, what's going on? He says, no one, everybody's afraid. They're shaking in their armor. They're shaking in their boots. But God has a different plan. Can I tell you, Teen Challenge? There's a giant in your life. It's called addiction. It's called uh, unforgiveness, hatred, bitterness, whatever it might be. You plug your name in that, and that giant is up on you, or you wouldn't have been here today. You're here because you've made the best decision of your life, as Megan said earlier. You're here today because you made a great decision. You're here because you've said, I'm done doing it my way. Whenever I used to work here, Brother John would come over and give me, he says, a couple guys I want you to talk to, because I had the privilege to build this sports complex. He said, come here, Pastor Marty, I need you to talk to a few guys. I'd walk in there and I said, you know what? I said, you know what your whole problem is? This got you in Teen Challenge. This right here is gonna get you out. You gotta learn to just stop doing it your way and surrender to the Almighty God, amen? Amen. amen. We serve a God and this is the voice of truth. This is his word. And as pastors have been coming before you today, and I'm not going to probably enlighten you to anything different, I just want you to be aware of this. There are giants in your life, and if you don't come to the recognition of who they are, what it is, or what's causing that, you're never going to get past this. So David puts on his armor. First of all, King, da King Saul says, you're just too small. And he says, no, I've, I've killed bears and lions that tried to take my father's sheep. And he says, whenever they try to attack me, I grab it by the beard and kill it. He says, well, okay, you take your bad self out there and see what you can do. See, that's what we do sometimes. We think the impossible is right there in front of us, and it's not. Nothing is impossible with God. Someone say amen. amen. Nothing is impossible. I stand here today 
preaching out of spiritual emphasis. And there are the buildings that I was asked one day, what should we do? Should we doze them and plant an orchard? I said, no. Have you ever heard of Teen Challenge? That's the testimony. When you look at giants, nothing is ever too big. All you got to do is just believe in God and believe in what he tells us. David picked up five stones and he went out to the valley of Elah and he looked at, at, at Goliath and Goliath was disdained, scripture says. It says he was disdained. You know why? Because he spent 40 days yelling profanities at the people of God. And David walked out there and he says, you have defied my God and my people and you're going to die today. Goliath tells him a different story. He tells him, no. I'm going to take and I'm going to, I'm going to kill you and destroy you. But he was so mad and the word says, you dare send me some scrawny little runt with sticks? But he didn't know he was looking at God Almighty. Right. He didn't know that he was looking at the King of Kings. Someone say amen. Yeah. Folks, I want to tell you something today. They just sing a song generation after generation. Their children, their children's children. My grandson's here today. My grandfather's an AG pastor. I'm an AG pastor. He is. He is. And my grandson will continue in ministry because we're training them to be the men of God and to be the Davids of their own lives. Amen? When that giant gets in front of you, you have to learn how to deal with the giant. Does anybody want to see an example? Ken, are you here someplace? Where are you at? My brother, come here. He's the biggest guy I saw at Teen Challenge. Got to meet Ken today. You guys mind if I come down there for a second? That's 62-year-old niece. Okay. Ken, I want you to go right over there in front of that speaker if you do me a favor. Now, I just told him, I'll just do an analogy. I'm not going to embarrass him, but I want to say thank you, Ken, for helping me today. Amen? Now, I want you to see how we deal with our own problems and bad choices and decisions and addictions in Jesus' name. All of a sudden, whenever that giant rises up in, in our own lives, instead of going to face those, the giant stand right here in the line with me, Ken, if you would. The giant comes walking at me, come on, like this, and all of a sudden you're just, oh God, I don't know what to do, what to do, who's going to help? And the giant gets up with like this. Now, I want to do this, I'm going to turn him for you because we don't have room here. All of a sudden, all I'm overwhelmed with is my problem, the giants in my life. I can't see the beautiful faces around me. Everything is distorted because the problem, the giant is looming over my head. This is what we are doing in the spiritual realm. And if you're going to put a sign that says spiritual emphasis, you've got to emphasize your victories through the Spirit of God. The Bible says we must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Must worship. Everybody say must. All right? Amen. Now if you go back over there, that's what the problem is. And that's what David's brothers saw. That's what his brothers and every one of these men that were shaking in their armor, they saw nothing but this kind of problem. But here's what David did. He took five smooth stones. He put them in the slingshot. And as he began to go, you get just whenever I, I, like this, take a knee. You don't need to fall on your face. But as he's going like this, he's running and he tells him, you defied God. And he let that stone go. And the and I just believe that God just flicked that stone at the speed of a bullet and it penetrated his head according to scripture and he says he fell down on his face. And the difference is this. Now if you just turn around like this for the illustration, come down here and kneel right there. David's on his face and he's dead. Now I can see the vision that God wants for me. Now I can see what he's called me to do. Now I can see because the giant has been attacked. We have to learn to attack the giant before the giant gets a chance to consume us, to destroy us in Jesus' name. Someone say amen. Ken, thank you so much. God bless you. I got to get up here and see my clock. 
You guys thought I was going to jump back up here, didn't you? No. I'm way ahead. I got 14 minutes left. If I can't get you guys to worship God in 25 minutes, something's wrong. Amen. Hallelujah. I want, if you would, just turn to Deuteronomy. Well, I'll do it for you if you probably you don't have your, uh, you got your, your, your swords. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 9. I'm doing one hand so you guys can probably get there before me. Help me, Lord. There we go. Now, David has faced his challenges. He kills Goliath and then in victory takes his head. That's a representation of the victory God has given us. The victory that God's given us over the devil, over Satan and his demons. The demons we carry in our lives, those giants that seem luminous. When God brought me into the fold, when God wrote Marty's name in the Lamb's Book of Life, all of a sudden those issues became small. They began to just dwindle away because the Holy Spirit would say, me and you, I didn't walk from my truck over there into here and say, Lord Jesus, come be with me. May your anointing be on me today. His anointing was in that truck. His anointing walked with me. His presence has never left me or forsaken me. And right now that stands around me is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And they're allowing me to speak to you today. God's a good God. Let's go back in history just a little bit. Chapter 9, verse 1 of Deuteronomy. Hear, O Israel, you are to cross over the Jordan today. Everybody say today. today. Right now is the day. We don't have to sit and think about this. and like, well, how many of these days do you got to go by before I decide to cash in and sell out for Jesus Christ? He says, you're going to cross over the Jordan today. And you're going to possess, depossess nations greater and mightier than yourself. Cities greater and fortified up to the heaven. A people of great and tall descendants of Anakim, who you knew, who you know, and whom you've heard it said that we cannot stand against these descendants. The word of God says, you've heard of the giants in the land, haven't you? The giants laughing at you. He's laughing at you. The words go, how does it go, Kaoki? The, um, it says, laugh, uh, the giant's laughing. You want me to read it for you? It's right here, right here. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, what I would do to have the kind of strength to stand before a giant with a sling and a stone, mm -hmm. surrounded by a thousand soldiers shaking in their armor, wishing they had the strength to stand. And the giant keeps calling out my name, and he laughs at me, reminding me of all the times I tried before and fell. But the voice of truth tells me a different story. Yes. The voice of truth tells me not to fear. I know that God has sustained in me a spirit that it's hard to explain unless you cash it all in and you decide you want to emphasize the spiritual side of God that you must do according to Scripture in Jesus' name. Amen. Moses, I want you to destroy those giants. And it wasn't until David that David remembered Deuteronomy chapter 9 and verse 1 and he ran into the valley Allah and he just slung his and he just let it go in Jesus name amen. amen today God's asking for your heart he's asking for everything you are church this is the voice of truth come on worship team this is the voice of truth
This is what God's called us to in Jesus' name. Amen. The voice of truth. Come on, sing it with him. The kind of faith it takes to climb out of this boat I'm in. Yes, Lord. Onto the crashing waves. To step out of my comfort zone. Into the realm of the unknown where Jesus is. Come on, we got this work. holding out his hand. Now, come on. And the waves are calling out my name and they laugh at me. Oh, come on. Reminding me of all the times I tried before and failed. The ways they keep on telling me from time to time again. Yeah. Oh, you'll never win. six and a half minutes left right now 
in Jesus' name right now. Raise your hands and receive redemption right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah to the King of Kings. Right now, someone's being healed in Jesus' name. Healing is in here. It doesn't say that the, by his stripes we're going to get healed. It says by his stripes we were healed. In Jesus' name, receive healing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is a good God. And I thank him for everything that he's ever, ever done in my life. But it's only been through the spiritual realm. Can I tell you this? You can be, go to that gym over there and lift all the weight you want. You're never going to be strong enough to face Satan on your flesh or your own ground. You won't do it. He is the voice of truth in Jesus' name. How many love the Lord today? Say amen. Here I got one for you. I want to leave today saying, I serve a big God. I serve a big God. Come on. I serve a big God. I serve a big God. Ladies, the, the men don't know what they're taught trying to say. Can you help me out? Come on, ladies. I serve a big God. Come on, men. Come on, ladies. Come on, men. Everybody, I serve a big God. Once again, thank you for choosing our podcast today. We hope that you're comforted, encouraged, and strengthened in the Lord today because of it. Don't forget to subscribe, though. It's easy. Just go to wherever you're listening right now and click subscribe. God bless you today.